Hi, I'm Dina Farrell, and this is the Prioritize Focus podcast. This is where you'll get encouragement, whether you are a time management flunky, a serial goal getter, or distracted by SOS, that's shiny object syndrome. This is for the entrepreneurial woman who may have forgotten what a valued, amazing lady she is. Val, that's you. This is your reminder that the world needs that God-given dream that you've been harboring in your heart. And it's time to make it a reality while living and dealing with your actual reality. If you're ready, let's get started. Welcome to today's episode. If you've been following along the last few, we've been talking specifically about nurturing, nurturing you. And I don't know when it started, but I've started picking these themes for the month. If um, you're listening later on, this is the month of November and I've dubbed it Nurture You month for November. And today specifically, we're going to talk about redefining self-care. Nurturing you, ways that you can do it beyond bubble bath breaks and other stereotypical beauty regimens or whatever you want to call them. And listen, self-care is absolutely needed, wanted, and it's so craved. But what happens when the scented candles, the bubble bath, or the good book as a momentary escape isn't delivering? See, the often promised rejuvenation from this type of self-care just isn't cutting it anymore. And that's just it, more, as in you're more than a scent soak or a cozy spot swaddled with pages to skim and a tasty beverage. See, redefining self-care beyond the stereotypical bubble baths and beyond can be quite a difficult hurdle for go-getter leaders like us. I mean, go is practically our middle name, right? Sitting still for too long can cause anything but relaxation for people like us. Anyone else have have a mind that if left still for too long will begin to drift into guilt of all the things and projects that just aren't getting done? In this episode, we're not just talking about self-care. We're talking about prioritized self-nurturing. That's the difference and will make all the difference in your faith, life, and the work that you've been assigned. We talk about that a lot around here. Your assignments, the work that you've been assigned. Isn't it time we nurture ourselves in a way that aligns with our God-sized callings, our dreams, and our relentless pursuit of excellence? Let's untangle the mess of self-care stereotypes first. What's your go-to for a needed feel-better boost, we'll call it? Odds are you can think of lots of things, right? Things like popcorn in a movie, maybe an hour at the spa, cooking or baking, a nature walk, a good nap. That's a guilt trip right there. I don't care how much I need a nap, say I'm going to take a nap. Unless I'm really, really, really sick, I won't take a nap because I feel guilty. But I'll be miserable the rest of the day because, you know, a 20-minute nap probably would have done me good. You know, 
we're often um, taking time for an indulgent snack and a binge record to beat, some purpose, personalized pampering or a good meal, movement, stillness, a location change. These are all the things that we recognize as self-care. And of course, you can't forget the scented candles, bubble baths, and curling up with a good book, right? Which are all great options, by the way. But these may only work in the short term as a good pick-me-up. But then what? See, the attempts at making short-term fixes a long-term, long-lasting solution? <laughs> usually doesn't pan out too well, does it? See, we're constantly bombarded with various versions of social worthy, worthy um, self-care rituals, looks, and even products that promise to revolutionize our lives. But when it comes to trying to sustain these versions or types of self-care, we're often left feeling, I don't know, like I must be doing it wrong because it's not working or maybe feeling jaded because clearly this quote unquote influencer hasn't had it as tough as you, or maybe they're not even old enough to know what tough really means. Hmm. Or maybe you're left feeling, <laughs> where do people get this kind of time, energy, or money, right? See, self-care isn't a one size fits all remedy. Yet that's exactly what many of us are trying and buying into. This misconception has not only misled, but really messed up what's truly valuable. Understanding and embracing your self-worth. Prioritizing self-care can be challenging for mission-driven movers like us, but it's not impossible. We're looking for something beyond a quick fix or even a change for that matter. No, vows like us, we're seeking transformation, a lifestyle more than a life stop. Understanding when you're craving and needing some self-care versus when it's really some self-nurturing that's going to do the job is the real game changer. See, self-nurturing is that necessary piece to help you bridge the gap between where you are and where you've been called to next. It's what helps you stay engaged, equipped, and enthusiastic about staying the course, your course. Think of self-care as that go-to for the much-needed pause, ponder, or pick-me-up. Self-nurturing, on the other hand, is the ongoing intentional journey, one that replenishes your soul and aligns every action with your core values and fosters resilience. To that end, let's look at some ways that you can go from changing your mood via self-care to changing your mode through self-nurturing. And here's some examples. I know if you're like me, you need to be like, okay, well then point it out. Give me some differences between self-care versus self-nurture. All right, glad you asked. Here's a little list. Self-care would be treating symptoms or providing temporary relief. Self-nurture is focused on long-term personal growth and fulfillment. 
Let's do another one. Self-care is varied and it's often external and tangible activities. The scented candles, the bubble bath, the facials versus self-nurture would be reflections and practices that align with your personal values. Activities versus practices. Self-care often is reactive and in response to stressors or things that stress us out. Self-nurture, on the other hand, is proactive, preventing us from burnout and fostering resilience. I have two more for you. Really want to drive this home, okay? Self-care is viewed as a routine or an obligation. Self-nurture is a continuous journey of love and personal development. You're doing it because you're focused on your long-term well-being. Self-care, we tell us that's what we tell ourselves that that's what we're doing, but really it's like an obligation or oh, I should really do this. I should really take care of myself. Okay, I'm going to go get a facial. Or, you know, it's that one time one stop thing. And then I'll give you one more to end this little self-care versus self-nurture. Self-care offers us immediate relief, but with potentially only short-term benefits. Whereas self-nurturing is sustainable, positive, and it has an impact on our overall well-being down the line. Okay? So moving beyond a self-care mood to a more self-nurture mode takes intention and practice. All right, so how'd I do in helping you understand the important difference between self-care and self-nurturing? Hopefully you have a good snapshot and a picture. And listen, moving past old habits, mindsets, and even expectations and making the shift to perspectives and practices that actually help, it's not easy. <laughs> But here we are, we're doing it together. And listen, I'm right here with you. I'm practicing too. I'm learning too. That's what this um, podcast, my blogs are about. You know, the things that I write, the videos, the book I wrote is I'm right there with you. If I find something that works, I want to I wanna help you figure it out too. See, building transformative lives beyond bubble bath breaks to becoming prioritized self-nurturers takes divine guidance and personal determination. And at the end of the day, we're all just beautiful masterpieces who are investing in the ongoing transformation of becoming the person to handle our God-sized dreams and calling. And listen, I'm nurturing the prioritized focus it takes to put all the messy pieces together right there with you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that you've gotten some takeaways, encouragement, and practical and tactical tips that you can use in your everyday real life. I encourage you to subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Share this out on your social media platforms if you feel that it will be beneficial to someone else, which I hope that it is, and stay in the know 
by going over to dinafarrell.com. That's one N, two R's, two L's, dinafarrell.com, or simply prioritizedfocus.com. No matter what, I want you to know that you are valued, amazing, and so very loved. Now get out there and live like it.